Welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host, Louise Clark, a certified parent coach and mum to three teenagers. Trust me, I know just how hard being a parent can be. There are times when it can all become a bit too much and leave us feeling at our wits end. Sometimes we need some advice, a fresh perspective and a little bit of help. That's why I'm here and why I do what I do. And that's why I created this podcast. Welcome to the show today. I'm going to be talking about how we sometimes struggle with getting our kids to eat. And I did a podcast on this about three weeks ago, and I think I called it, ah, picky eaters or something like that. And last week I got two, um, two people, two mums contacted me regarding just this, that they're really struggling to get their kids to eat and they're worried about it and they're scared about it. So I thought I'd revisit this again on the show today because it's a big one and one that many mums struggle with. And if you heard my first podcast on this subject, you'll know that for a year in my life, when my first child was about uh, 20 months old, he decided he was not going to, he was just going to push everything and not eat it. So I had this, I experienced it, I know what it's like, I hear you, I get it. Uh, But at the end of the day, it's a big deal if if we get caught up in it and we fight it. And so often with food, the food actually is the smaller part in it all. It's really not about the food, it's more about control. Think about it. There are do you know some people who just hate being told what to do? I think generally there's something in all of us that you know we like to know what to do for ourselves and therefore if somebody else tells us what to do, we can struggle with it. But there are some people who really, really struggle with it. And I believe there's some kids who really, really struggle with it. With my son, I'd, I don't think it was quite as, as strong, but with a lot of the clients I deal with, their kids are very strong-willed, very determined, determined, persevering, and, and um, spirited kids. And you take that child who is new in the world and trying to find their place and trying to be assertive, and they, being assertive is a, a big deal for them, they are really not going to like being told what to do. So they're going to find something that if they're told what to do, no one can force them, no one can make them. And that's where food is the perfect vehicle for them to exert their control on us. So we have to be really careful how we try and offer them food, try and make them, in inverted commas, eat the food. But we can't make them. We cannot make our kids eat food. They're not geese. We can't force feed them. And as much as we would love to, because we want them to be healthy and have every known mineral and vitamin um, there is inside them so they don't starve, it's this fear that it plays into within us as mums. And it's really, really hard. And I learned very young, in my not very young, but um, early on in my parenting life, that really you cannot control your children. And if you have a kid that fights you on food, 
early on in, in your life as a parent, it, what a gift to you. What a gift to show you that you have to find other ways and we have to adopt different ways of trying to get them to cooperate and be healthy and eat a balanced diet. So I went through it. I learned a lot from it. And in the 17 years since, I've learned even more about it. And I have got some really good ideas for any of you who might struggle with this um, challenge. We all know the saying, you can take a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And children are no different. In the same vein, you can offer them good, wholesome, nutritious food, but you cannot make them eat it. And if you make them, look out because it might just come back and bite you on the bum. It also helps to understand, as I mentioned earlier, that very often the pickiness around food has nothing to do with the food and more to do with control. And this is the way that our kids can totally rule the roost, totally control the, the show and play to our fear. So how do you get your kids to eat? I wrote a, blo a blog this week. I posted it yesterday. So if you're interested in this, hop over onto my blog on yourparentingpartner.com and you'll see the most recent blog is exactly this, how to get my kids to eat. And in it, I've outlined eight tips, which I'm going to go through quickly here. But if you want the, the meat, if you want, the, um, want it beefed up, go into the blog and you will get these tips. So don't worry about having to write things down now. You can find them over there. So tip one, avoid using dessert and sweets as a bribe or reward. I'm not a big fan of bribes and rewards. I think they, sure, they work in the short term, but long term it's not good. And especially around food, we can create some pretty huge issues around food if we bribe and reward our children to eat it. Tip two, do not start making separate meals to get your kid to eat. This is the thing that wears the mums that contact me, this is what wears them out. They're cooking two or three meals a night because they're they're worried that their kid's not eating and they want their kid to eat. So they are giving the kid what the kid wants. And you can see if there's any control in this and the kid's trying to control the show and we play to it by cooking them another meal, It's it's they're in full control. If you want to cook two or three meals a night, absolutely fine. I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm saying if it's something that you're struggling with, then take a look at what I've written in the blog because it, it will help you understand this and a way out of it. Tip number three, balance is key. I think sometimes we kind of lose the point and we lose where we are in all of it and we can get a bit strung up on things. And if we can try and look at it over the period of, you know, I actually said to myself, you know what, I'm probably going to have this, this child in my house till he's 18 at least. This is a time period at that stage. I didn't know how long it was going to go on for, but I knew it wouldn't be that long. And it wasn't. So, you know, what is six or nine months in 18 years? It's not that much. So, you know, balance it out. And also, you know, there are some mums that contact me and they're very concerned about their kids eating sugar and not having this and not having that. And whilst junk food is not good, I kind of came to the 80-20 rule. If 80% of the time my kids are doing pretty well and eating a pretty uh, wholesome, nutritious diet, then I'm not really going to worry about the 20%. Tip four, snacks are snacks. A snack is a snack. It's not a meal. 
And unfortunately, what happens is when kids play into our fear at mealtimes and say they won't eat what we've given them, we will give them a snack and they'll fill up on the snack. So the snack is a viable alternative to the meal. So there's no incentive for the child to actually eat at mealtimes if that's what you're wanting. There are some families who don't have meals and they snack away all day. If that's what you do and it works for you, keep, keep um, you know, stick to that. But most people like to sit down around the table and have a meal. And then they struggle with this, you know, kids don't eat, so will I give them snacks? And that often runs into the next question is, do I give my kids a snack before they go to bed? Personally, I have no problem with this. But remember, a snack is a snack. And no child has died in its sleep in first world countries from, starve, from from being hungry. So you know, a kid will get through the night. They might be a bit hungry. They've had a snack before they went to bed. Check check at the blog and, and see um, how I've how I can help you understand this a bit more. Tip number five: dial down the drama. This is important. What we focus on grows. So if we if we end up fighting and we're focusing on the fighting and the forcing and you will and you should and you're not having this unless you eat that, you're going to get more of that. You're going to get more drama. Tip number six, encourage your kids to try something once. And encouraging them to try it, again, doesn't mean you have to try it. You should try it. You must try it. I would give my kids some, some something new and I'd say, you know what, try it. And if they tried it, great. If they didn't try it, great. I didn't force it. I let it be. It, it is what it is. There's nothing more draining than a meal time spent nagging over food. It just ruins everything for everyone. Tip number seven, control the environment. There's two things we can control in all of this, ourselves and the environment. So if you're concerned with your kids, perhaps say they're going into the fridge and drinking juice every time they're thirsty. Simple. Don't stock the juice. Don't have juice in the house and they can't drink it. So when they're thirsty, they'll have to go to water or milk. So that's one way we can control what they're eating is if it's not in the house, they can't eat it until they're teenagers and they're out the house and they're more independent. Tip number eight, help your kids understand that they can't just eat their favorites. This is huge and this really helped shift our family and my kids away from this. I don't like it. I only want what I really, really like. And what I've done in this blog is I've actually uh, written out and I have a family food preference chart. It's in a table. You can fill it in and it makes you can make a family activity of it. It's awesome. I've done this with, with my uh, family and I've recommended it to many families and it's available for you. And I added to that in this blog a weekly meal planning table, which I use. I've used it for years. It really helps me. I, I create my grocery list from it. I do my shopping online. It's all on that table. And what I've also done for you, if you're enjoying this blog and you're hopping over, enjoying this podcast and you're going to hop over to the blog, I have summarized the blog and I've put all those eight uh, tips in a cheat sheet for you. So hop over there, download the various sheets that you that you would like. And um, if you've enjoyed this podcast, you'll get way more out of the blog. So if you have any questions, please give me a call on Louise at your parenting partner. 
And if you found the show today valuable, please leave a comment in the boxes below. It always helps. And if you have a friend who's struggling with food and picky eaters, share this episode on social on any social media platform that you have. I always post this episode to my Facebook page, Your Parenting Partner. I also have a, a parent coaching group on Facebook called The Conscious Parent Community. And if you like watching things, I have a YouTube channel called The Parenting in the Thick of It Show. That's it for day, today. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to being with you soon. Bye for now.